learned this week that the golden age of British exploration may have elapsed. We learned and absorbed with a weary sigh, just like that, of the abjectly limited horizons of today's heirs to Raleigh, Cook, Drake, Livingston and Scott. We learned that one David Bingham of Derbyshire had completed a four-year quest to visit 875 branches of Weatherspoons, which, for the uninitiated, you lucky people, is a chain of British pubs known for cheap beer, lurid carpets, divorced clientele, and a proprietor who spent ages campaigning for Brexit and now devotes similar energy to whining that he can't find any staff. On which note, we learned that this week had much more much more to teach us about unintended consequences. we learned that the recent craze among Republican state governments in the US for banning books which might possibly contribute to the moral discombobulation of a nation's youth... Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? ...quite so, has had richly hilarious inadvertent outcomes. One such concerned state legislature was that of Utah, which acted last year to banish from elementary and middle school libraries books which might be considered pornographic or vulgar, which by Utah standards might well include any or all of the very hungry caterpillar Paddington Helps Out and the tale of Jemima Puddleduck. We learned that the Davis School District near Salt Lake City had been compelled to respond after receiving a complaint from one parent, who may it seems reasonable to surmise, have a sense of humour about the infamously gruesome contents of one particular volume. The King James Version of the Bible has been removed from multiple Davis District schools. This after a committee found it contained both vulgarity and violence. And we learned that, even more amusingly, the schools of Utah of all places may also have to shield the young'uns from the potentially corrupting contents of an at least equally pernicious tract. A school district in Utah that opted to pull the Bible from elementary and middle school libraries is now considering whether to ban the Book of Mormon, a text sacred to the largest religious group in the state. A school committee deemed the Bible age inappropriate last month because they said it contained vulgar language or violence. But we learned that even this cautionary example, this parable, if you will, was not sufficient to defatig the most indefatigable of America's modern wave of censorious wowsers. We learned that Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, the and finally state and candidate for the Republican nomination for the presidency of the United States, is aiming for that rhetorical sweet spot where Winston Churchill overlaps with that uncle you wish you'd never set up a Facebook account for. As pre- President, I recognize that the woke mind virus represents a war on the truth, so we will wage a war on the woke. Actually, this is going to get tedious. Can we insert increasingly absurd sound effects, bells ringing, geese honking, a clown car klaxon, that kind of thing, behind every invocation of woke? 
We will fight the woke in education. We will fight the woke in the corporations. We will fight the woke in the halls of Congress. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. We will make woke ideology leave it to the dustbin of history. It's gone. Much better. More constructively, we learned that Northern Ireland had been solved. We learned that this intractable knot of tangled political and religious threads which has confounded the sharpest diplomatic minds of recent decades has been deftly unravelled by this guy. We learned that Gene Simmons, for it is he, had been invited to the House of Commons by Democratic Unionist Party MP Ian Paisley Jr., who is, of course, the son of this guy. The people in England, especially the politicians, they don't know anything about the fear that makes Ulster Protestants tick. The Reverend Ian Paisley Sr. being no longer with us, it is impossible to know what he would have thought of his offspring consorting with a pantomime fire breather who made their living stomping around stages in silly outfits, striking fear into the hearts of the timid, or indeed with the bass player out of Kiss. Thanks for coming out, here all week and so forth. Anyway, we learned that Simmons, not previously known for a close interest in Northern Irish affairs, unless there are some extremely subtle allegorical subtexts to such kiss compositions as Lick It Up, Love Gun and Let's Put the X in Sex, had had a bit of a think and sorted the whole thing out, as he was asked, for some reason, to outline to Good Morning Ulster. Northern Ireland is just as important as any country on the face of the planet. And you can't have people pointing fingers and saying, yeah, well, you don't have a part of your building's not up and blah, blah, blah. People have their lives to lead. And it's the government's job to take care of people's needs. So I hope everything gets back in order in Northern Ireland and the people's business should be done by their elected officials. See, Northern Ireland, see? You see how simple this is? We, for one whimsical news monologue, would like to hear a great deal more of this kind of thing, and not just because it will make padding out seven or so minutes every Friday that much easier. The possibilities are endless. David Lee Roth arbitrating Western Sahara, Alice Cooper getting to grips with the Salala River dispute, Nikki Six demarcating the borders of Arunachal Pradesh. But if we learned nothing else from this, and to be clear, we learned nothing else from this, we learned that the Democratic Unionist Party, or as it should now perhaps be known, the Rock and Roll All Night and Democratic Unionist Party every day, has been on something of a journey from the really not all that distant period in which the DUP banned the Electric Light Orchestra from playing in Ballymena because ELO proposed to stage the gig on a Sunday. And not, as might have been reasonably expected, because they sucked. They did. Maybe not as badly as Kiss, but they did. No correspondence will be entered into on this matter. For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Muller.